Welcome to Outlander with Friends podcast, where we talk about our favorite Outlander episodes, favorite whiskeys, and all the other bits that nobody wants to talk about. This podcast is not for the faint of heart, so if you've read about it or watched it, we're going to talk about it. Clutch your pearls and pour a dram. It's time for Outlander with Friends. Notepad. That's disturbing. (laughs) How can we do this without your little notepad? That's crazy talk. I mean, I will be reckless and wild. (laughs) So, but with no context whatsoever. So, same shit, different day. That's what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) I hate the fact that behind you, (laughs) I can see the fact that it is 112 degrees. Oh, you can see. Oh, yeah. There it is on my screen. Oh, my God. That is the Phoenix temperature. Crazy. At the moment, what are we on? Like the 18th day in a row that the temperature has not dropped below 90 degrees for one single second. And I'm talking at like <laughs> 4 30 in the morning, the oh coldest part of the day is still 92 degrees, and there's no end in sight. I think that's something that kind of reinforces my feeling of not going to hell. Like, I don't think I'm cut out for that type of heat. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just, I've done some pretty shady shit in my life, but I've done some really good things and I think they even each other out. But just based on the knowledge that you just gave me, I know it's not for me. It's just not for me. So I'm going to clean it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to clean it up. (laughs) When I walked out of the gym yesterday morning at 11 a.m., I really thought about going back in the gym into the locker room, look at the sauna and figure out what is an average temperature for a sauna because I'm pretty sure it was hotter outside than it was in the sauna in the locker room at my gym. I think it's like 107. (laughs) Whatever it was. Is it a dry sauna? Yeah. What kind of sauna is it? Or is it a steam sauna? No, it's a dry sauna. Oh, so you're looking at upwards of 120. Okay. But I'm telling you, anytime you walk out of doors, out of air conditioning right now in Arizona, it is like you're baking cookies and they smell really good. And I want you to make breakfast outside on your patio tomorrow (laughs) with only a skillet and just videotape it. I want to see how this looks at 5 a.m. Hey, I just want to say, uh, Hi, and welcome back. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Want to get us back on track and say hi. How's it going? Missed you guys. I know. It just feels like forever. We talk every day. Let's not lie. I know that's true. <laughs> we just don't see each other every day. I know. <laughs> so, um, moving right along, guess what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? I thought I was the the one that's ahead of the game or pre-gaming. I can't really see it. What is it? It's Hidden Barn by our girl Jackie. Heck yes. Have you tried it yet? No. When I was at the um, in, in Kentucky a couple weeks ago, as you guys remember, I did a little bit of shopping and I found this bottle. And I'm like, why hell yes. Got to support my girl. So I picked up two bottles of it. 
Have you just popped that open just now, or are you the source of... Oh, no, honey. Look how much is gone. Okay. <laughs> what I want to know, because I listened earlier today to Bourbon with Friends, are you the source of Graham's dilapidated barn flavor note that he was talking about at Four Roses? Yep. <laughs> you planted that feed in his head, didn't you? <laughs> that whole conversation, I think we were at Woodford. And we did a tasting with Tyler and he was like, how do you get all of these descriptive words for your flavors? And, and I won't go into this conversation, but he's like, just find something that it reminds you of. And we had been talking about this bourbon before and he's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's got notes of dilapidated barn. And so he recycled that comment from a different, yeah. Yeah. And then he had another one. It was so absolutely out of control. It was like <laughs> tire marks after you've burned rubber in the hot oh summer my God. sun. I don't want to taste that. I don't want to. it was. I have tasted that. I used to date a gearhead when I was in high school. I don't like that taste. Thank you. I know. It's mm. it. But, you know, I will say that after. So we'll I'll have this conversation a little bit later, but. Tyler did some weird shit that made us smell things that were not like normal. And it was such a weird experience, but we'll talk about that later. But right. um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. He learned a lot of new ways to describe what he tastes. <laughs> at, I can't at, wait. What does hidden barn taste like? Or tell us something about it. So I initially wanted to drink this last night, but you know, reschedule. And then after I got home from work, I'm like, oh, let me go back at it again and see what I like. And so it's delicious. This thing is like 112 proof. That's why you hear the ice in the glass because it's hot, but it's very flavorful. And I know they say it's hot. Like I like higher proof bourbons and whiskeys, but this one's got a little kick, but it's really good. I will say that it's really, really good. Don't drink it. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Don't drink it neat. (laughs) taste it neat and then probably chase it with some you know cut it with some ice right but um it's really good i bought two bottles of it so this is batch number one series two small batch funny that you said it's 112 yes this is wild turkey rare breed barrel proof rye and it is also 112 proof how weird is that it's got a little bite doesn't it it does have a little well it's rye on top of that but it's actually one of my Mm. favorite regular pours but I'm just having it with ginger ale because it's fucking 112 degrees out here. Hey, it's 112 degrees. I'm drinking 112 proof rye. <laughs> it needed some ginger ale and she some said, fucking ice. <laughs> she said it, it wasn't hot enough. Let me go ahead and drink some hot ass bourbon. That's exactly some hot right. ass whiskey on top of that. Well, I was trying to come oh up with a, something that matched the theme of the show. And I remember Jamie shot the turkey through the eye. So wild turkey. Hello. I chose Hidden Barn just because it was good. Was Rare Breed the one that was only released in can, in Texas? Which one was the one that was like only released Long in Branch. Texas? Is it it can't Branch? be Rare Breed because I bought this yeah. in Phoenix at Costco. <laughs> okay. Wild Turkey is a really cool place to visit, distillery-wise. Well, you know I'm going to have to come back. Yeah, of course you are. Of course I am. You can't not come back. What are you? There's always new things to discover. What are you drinking, Maggie? Water. I knew it. Um, so I got on the drinking train with Michael, my husband, last night after I decided to stop 
fighting him. So I gave in and just, <laughs> I gave in to peer pressure. So it happens. Last night ended up to be a multiple whiskey night, but we did break into the 1968 Crown Royal. Oh. And you want to talk about it was already okay. So it was already open, but there was literally like one, like half of an ounce that was gone out of it. So whenever that was my the mom one that you showed us the picture of, Ready? yeah. So whenever my mom was gifted that Crown Royal, I think she opened it, had like half an ounce, and then never opened it again. So we brought it out last night and tried it. And you want to talk about a good dusty? Was it that 1968 Crown Royal is gold? Wow. Oh, man. It is amazing. Diet. So the fact that it's been open for however long didn't matter. Like, it is so good. (laughs) So I think if I'm not mistaken, I may have heard maybe Fred or maybe Paul or maybe Bobby say this on one of their shows. It's not that it stops aging once you hit it, put it in a bottle. It's just a very slow process. You know, at um, Four Roses, they have that room with all those antique bottles of bourbon. Obviously, they're going to taste different when they did when they were bottled like 200 years ago. Because I think the one that I think Graham actually posted it on his Instagram, the picture of the bottle that was, I think it was 1868 when it was actually bottled. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But I'm like, I can't imagine that it obviously doesn't taste the way it did going in, but it's probably went through some maturation mm-hmm. sitting there for almost 200 years. That's it's incredible. Been like 170, but yeah, it was pretty cool. There's got to be some angel share going on there too. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, we saw some pretty incredible bourbons. It was it was wild. But yeah, back to that wild turkey. Is that what you were having? Yeah. Rare Terry? breed. Yeah, so I think the Matthew McConaughey 8-year-old that he did for like I don't know, what was it, like a year or two years? Long Branch. Long Branch, yeah. I, I think that's the only one that was released or it launched in Texas. Okay. They did some sort of like Texas mesquite finish. I only say that because it's that was my favorite pour for like a year. Oh, wow. And I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. And you know, he pulled out, didn't he? Some, yeah, yeah. He did. I heard that. I don't know the story behind it, but that is what yeah, I so heard. They, it was only out for like three or four years, I think. And then yeah. he did not renew his relationship with them after uh i think it was like a year ago two years ago i need to reach out to yeah yeah, i need to reach out to some uh texas sassanacs and texas peakers because with with uh sam's gin tour coming up and heading through houston and austin dodson yes that's right Mm -hmm. yes jill can do it i might need somebody to Actually, maybe I should just reach straight out to Whiskey Pete from the Whiskey Pete. Or was it Whiskey Neat or whatever? Whiskey Pete is the mascot. Whiskey Neat is the podcast on ESPN. But they have Chris is the guy behind it all. And he's released some. What the hell is the name of that? The gregarious gregarious goat. Something like that. Gregarious goat. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Like, <laughs> I love it. There's going to be so many Sassanacs so in, the, in the liquor stores, in the liquor stores that Sam is going to be in next next week or the week at whatever it is. Somebody's got to pick me up some of that. Gregarious goat. Continue the smuggling train. <laughs> what? We don't even know what you're talking about. My mistake. I misspoke. 
Oh my God. <laughs> hey, if there was ever an admission of guilt, that, that pause was it. <laughs> there won't be a pause when I finish editing this podcast. <laughs> There's nothing going on here. Everyone turn, nothing your, to see, turn, people. turn your heads. Move along. Nothing to see. Move we're along. Good. Just let your FBI agents know that you were just kidding. Moving on to episode 706. (laughs) Yes. So, what a crazy episode. A lot happened, man. Was it just me or did this? Yeah, it did. Was the editing, was the time jumping back and forth like really jumpy, jerky, at least in the beginning? It was a lot. It was a lot. I feel like it flowed naturally Nothing natural. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel a lot of things about this episode, but I like to talk about it in the order in which I saw All it. Right. So Absolutely. Um, Let's do that. Okay. So just a thought. And I know there's like some deep shit, you know, in the beginning of this episode with Miss Raven. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raven. The lady Got with it. the PTSD. So I just don't know what value added was that storyline. Like, was that a filler or did they just need a reason for Claire's ass to run off because it'd been so many episodes <laughs> since she fucking did it? So they're like, oh, let's find a reason for Jamie and Claire to look for each other again. I just felt like that was unnecessary. That was a crit- And it's so like repetitive. Repetitive. I know. It's just like, It on, did guys. happen in the book. So I'm actually going to lay the blame at Diana's feet for that. But it did feel exactly like that. And literally my note, about that when did that happen in the books like remind me well in the books mrs raven slit her own throat (laughs) sorry Ah. trigger warning a little bit too late but then they watched the episode they're fine claire did get rounded up there i think all the people that hid off the side of the road actually got caught by the british troops as they were fleeing after they got down the waterway away from Ticonderoga. The British troops did find them and marched them all back. It wasn't just Claire, but... Okay. Good, because to be honest with you, I did not remember that happening. My note from that moment of the show was like, God damn it, Claire, did you have to run off by yourself again? (laughs) I love how you say that. She does not (laughs) understand the meaning of stay put. I don't know. Maybe it's just her thing. I do like how they made a big deal about throwing Claire in a goat pen. I'm like, that woman is five nine. <laughs> she could literally just over. And I was just like, what was the purpose? I know of they that? put her in that. Like, if you're gonna put him in the stockade, put him in the stockade. They put her in that pen, and she's immediately starts asking for stuff, water, food, whatever. And then by the time William gets done talking to Richardson and gets into his uniform, then Claire's just letting herself out of the pen. I know. Ten minutes later, she's got all the women with her with buckets. They're all leaving their- Going their out con- of it. Their confinement. their confinement. They're heading to the well. I'm like- It made no sense. I, I just- I, Can we- I kind of want to go back to Miss Raven just for a second. Okay. I do too, simply because they just left the body there and just walked off. Right? Well- But go ahead. But not just that- when did she get a gun, first of all? And I know, like, in the book, question. she splits her throat. That makes sense. Second of all, why did she wait until Claire found her to shoot herself in the head? Yeah, that oh. didn't make any sense. Like, it just, none of it made any sense. And I thought it was silly timing. Yeah, I think they just needed a reason for Claire to be by herself and captured by the British. And I just don't yeah. understand, after how many times has this happened to her, that when there's British nearby, there's a good chance that there's people lurking out in the wood line 
and you're going to get snatched yeah. up. Like Claire, yeah. you knew when you said, I'm going to go find this woman that you were going to be gone for a long time. Like you were going to get snatched up. There's nothing that woman experienced a traumatic event and it never mm-hmm. left her. Right. No matter how long ago it was, I feel like Claire probably should have had some similar reaction to like wandering around by herself. She didn't even have a weapon on her, which is strange to me that this woman had a gun. Right. Claire just wandered off in the woods with no protection at all and was like, I'll be right. I know. No, you won't. You think every time you wander off, you don't end up coming all the way back to episode 105 when she tried to escape. She tried, was it 105 or 106? She tried to go to the stones and. The Redcoats yep, founder. Got snatched. That was more than 30 years ago. How many times does this have to happen to you? I mean, she got snatched in, didn't she get snatched in season two? Or was that when they were looking for Jamie? Or was that season three? Uh, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched them. But I'm just like, Claire, honey, every time you walk off by your goddamn self, this shit happens. And take every the gun. Time. Yeah. She Thank shot you. herself. She doesn't need the gun. Get the gun. This is why I don't understand what happened. It happened so quickly. I get it. But Claire literally looked at this woman and then all of a sudden you didn't hear two guys running up behind you? Coming up behind you. Yeah. It's it's shock. It was shock. And she probably wasn't paying attention. Let's just give her that. But back to the kennel, or not the kennel, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the goat, goat pen. pen. The <laughs> well, you say kennel. Why would... Did y'all notice how she like randomly coughed yeah. when she walked into the- Walter was coughing. Again. She was coughing. I'm like, where's this going? Are they all going to get consumption now? Because that's- Like typhoid right. or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. You remember that guy that was sitting down next to the gate when Claire first got yeah, yeah. in there? Did he not look like Richard Brown? Yes, so he did. I remember a little Jamie bit. most likely unalived himself. Unalived But him. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Are you worried about Instagram <laughs> censoring that? Him. <laughs> he unalived him. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to say that Jamie murdered him because I don't know what happened. Like they just said, they didn't really say that Jamie killed him. He probably just fucked him well, up. He killed him. He probably didn't kill he him. He killed him. But you know, I know. I want to believe that. confirmed that. that. I want to believe that. But the dude with the axe in his chest? No. No, I'm talking about inside, inside the, the goat pen. The goat pen. <laughs> Okay, okay. The, the one guy Although, that's sitting there randomly by himself with this woman bending over. It really over was sort of glossed over <laughs> really quickly. Like Jamie just flung that dagger, that dirk, whatever it was. That red coat was done for. And later on, way later, not that I'm going to jump to the end, but I am going to kind of jump to the end. He's They have that whole big discussion. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to worry too much about how old they are or whatever, but I might mind it a little more, but I'm still going to kill them. You were talking about Richard Brown before. Did Jamie murder him? Yeah, he did because he's a violent man. So yeah. he's like, eh, maybe I'll think about the young ones, but I'm still going to kill um, them all. <laughs> so speaking of Jamie, since you brought him up, who me? is his wig not giving Paul Mitchell? It is. Giving what? Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. <laughs> Paul Mitchell. Yes. Who was in the wig department this episode? <laughs> His hair is uh, looking so good. I mean, it's wavy. Fresh. It's got the right volume. It's plucked in the right places. I'm like, okay, Jamie. 
It's looking really good. I want his hair to come down when they're sleeping. Like, you got to untie that fucking hair and... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the old school braid it before you go to bed type shit. I want that that hair loose. I want it all loose around the head. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie can't because somebody always trying to get his ass while he sleeps. So you got to make sure his hair is tied back. (laughs) Oh, is that why he does it? Ready to go. Ready at a moment's notice. That's the story I'm sticking to. <laughs> you never, I mean, it, even though he got got a couple times this season, normally that wouldn't happen. <laughs> so I have a book question. Is that how Walter dies in the book? It is left kind of ambiguous. Mm, they don't really it say It doesn't really anything. say what happens to Walter yeah. okay. in the book. Okay. What's Walter's in the book, thing? it doesn't, you know, that's the second what? one. They, Richard Brown it's left kind of ambiguous. In, oh, no, he shows up later. He shows up later amongst, not Fraser's Irregulars, but he shows up someplace else. Okay. I think the show is wrapping up loose ends of storylines faster because they thought that season seven was going to be the last one. So they're ending storylines that didn't necessarily end that way in the book. I wish that they hadn't addressed it like that. I, I don't like how Walter died, and I thought it was very unnecessary. And why did she save him? Because, I mean, I don't not, know. Not why did she save him, but I agree. That whole storyline, it was just she went through a lot to save him. She worked with Denzel. They bonded over their medical training, and then he just died in the next episode anyway. It seems like you're changing stuff from the books, but why bother to include that storyline if you're just going to cut it short by ending it differently than the books did anyway? I want to say that sometimes due to production and time and weather that they have to do that, but also you didn't even have to bring him up. That scenario with him to introduce... Denzel to Claire, you didn't have to use Mr. Woodcock because I'm almost certain they're not going to use the second part of his story that we all know is about to With happen. With his wife? Yeah. Maybe they will. I'm just just guessing. It just would seem kind of crazy that they would make such an issue. Maybe they did it because they're going to bring that up later. Maybe that's what. Possibly. I just, I don't know. I I had a personal reason. I Pulmonary embolism, mm-hmm. emboli. That PEs is what you call it in the medical world. It is a horrible way to die. Horrible. And so I just like like, choking on your blood. I have a bone to pick because I honestly, it pissed me off. I think also that thing, and I know this may, no, I'm going to say it. I'm sick of these people being boring when they die. And I know that there's no need for the theatrics, but like if you have PE, you're not going to die pleasantly. It's you're choking, like your lungs are Thank filling you. it with yeah. blood and you're choking to death. There's no relief for that unless somebody suffocates you or puts you down with laudanum, which is what I thought she was doing when oh, she left him a whole bottle of that But then instead of doing that, you let him, I don't know, but even the guy that got hatched in the chest by Jamie, maybe I'm just used to them doing gratuitous shit and now they want to be all... Like, well, let's just kill him and get on with it. I'm like, no, yeah. you don't get stabbed with a fire poker and just die. I'm looking <laughs> down at it. And I'm probably going to be like, what the fuck? Sir, excuse me. Rude. And then, like, so rude. Seriously? <laughs> is this what we're doing now? 
<laughs> we just stabbing <laughs> motherfuckers for no reason. <laughs> I mean, like it good. wasn't for no reason. <laughs> Close enough. So Richardson, can we talk about Richardson real quick? Okay. I can't remember if he's a good guy fighting for the Americans or a good guy fighting for the British. Because I forgot, I know what his storyline is, but like in the beginning, it was really weird in the books and it took me a long time to like unravel him. But by that time, Diana kind of revealed his character, but I can't remember which side he was fighting for. I know why he was doing it. I just don't understand the mechanics behind- He wanted the British to win the Revolutionary War. To win. Yeah. Because the British... Because I was confused as to why he was trying to help the Americans, because that's what he told William. And I was like, I don't think that's right. But I can't remember why I don't think that's right. I didn't take it that way. I took it that the three messages that William was supposed to deliver were to rebels who were actually spying for the British. Spies for the British, yeah. Okay, so that's the other part. I'm like, okay, so maybe what he's saying is real, like it's true. Because I know that he does troops. something shady. The British needed to know about the troops, the movements, the size. Yeah, Troop all of that stuff yeah. at the, on the American side. I think the reason why it confused me, because it's been a little bit of time since I read the books, but I was like, I think he has a double agenda. Yeah. If you remember what happens like right. in the last book, he has a double agenda. And I'm like, I can't remember if he's a double, double agent or I don't know. It was weird, but I just can't remember. <laughs> I can't even begin can but you I like how, guess what the show writers are going to do about that. <laughs> oh my god, that's they don't have enough time left. Unless they make season eight no. 35 fucking episodes, <laughs> they're going to leave us wanting. <laughs> that sounds pretty grueling to me. They're going to do 35 episodes in a short movie or something, or a made for TV movie, because I just feel like right. you cannot leave us hanging. All right. And I I think it's going to happen. From Richardson, I want to jump to Rob Cameron, Roger teaching the Gallic callback songs, all of that stuff. Rob Cameron reading the book that accidentally got included in the packet that Roger took to the school. This guy has quite a lot of chutzpah fucking inviting himself to dinner at the Mackenzie's house. First of all, he pulled a classic Ivy move and I ain't mad at him. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Because I used to roll around the neighborhood. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so hear me out before y'all start judging me. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> so it was, no, because I deployed a lot, right? So I never, ever kept groceries in the house because I was always gone. And my friends, every time I came home from like a long deployment or just being out of the country for a while, they'd always make dinner. And so after a while, I'm just like, I could just roll through the neighborhood and just sniff the air and see who's cooking. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) I'd be rolling with like dinner rolls and wine in the back seat, waiting for that hot light to come on like Krispy Kreme. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, smells like dinner. My friend D, I used to roll up to her house like three times a week. I'm like, Oh, girl, y'all cooking? Oh, it's dinner time? Well, you know, this wine pairs perfectly with that pasta. (laughs) And I ain't mad at Rob. Boy, get yourself a free meal. (laughs) See, I I do that quite a bit. It's a bromance. I think think there's a bromance brewing. That's what I think. I think that he... Yes, you're very wrong. (laughs) He, I think, honestly, you'll see in the trailer for the next episode who he really wants to have a bromance with. And it's not. But there was a comment in a Facebook group that I saw yesterday that was like, 
You know, I think the chemistry between Rob and Roger was a little bit hotter than the chemistry between Roger and Brie. It was. <laughs> oh, why you lying? I'm telling you. So he wants oh, Brie? Rob, you might. Just might. Let me just go ahead and say this. This is not a far stretch because we've had thruples, truples, <laughs> caduples. We've had <laughs> baby mama drama. Oh, why Lord. can we not have... Rob Cameron be a little bit in love with Roger Mack because I'm gonna tell you right now he been looking this whole lumberjack look that he's got going on this season is doing it for me okay it's doing it for me so if Rob Cameron is filmed the way that I do then get yo boo boo okay but also why was Roger Max his accent was pretty thick oh yeah this episode I had to turn on the closed caption you're not wrong about Roger Mack is looking, I mean, he's definitely a man of 1980 or 81, whenever the hell they are, because whatever's going on there, it's working. It's working. I love it. I love, I love that teaching. I love Mack. that whole teaching too. Looks great. section of the show. God, his beard is so beautiful. It is. He just looks, he's, he's very well-kempt. Indeed. Yeah, he is. I wonder, no, I'm not going to wonder out loud because my dreams may come true. So (laughs) I'm not going to say what everybody thinks I'm going to (laughs) say. Megan, what do you think she's going to say? But I will say I'm not sure what she's going to say. Oh, I was talking about his glorious beard and I'm like, man, it's so thick. I'm I'm guessing that he has like very thick hair all over his body. Well, we've seen that. that. Is that far-fetched we've chest seen that. hair i know but it's been a while it's been a while since i've seen it mm. they've been doing a lot of hanky panky with yeah. their clothes on lately i don't like I it have. i don't like it at all the hard hats i don't care for brie and roger stuff yeah i know but i would take their shit over jamie and claire right now jamie and claire are lame as shit <laughs> like They're i know awkward. you're old but old people are hot. i mean you guys are hot as old people get it on like Dr. intimacy Dr. coordinators for oh, the lost yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, not like, sorry. You should have never hired them. They're, they're ruining everything. No. They're ruining everything. But I do want to go back and learn some Gaelic because of Roger. That really got me going. And also, don't add us about the it. intimacy coordinator thing. We don't take ourselves too seriously, and you shouldn't either. <laughs> no. <laughs> leave us alone. I'm just kidding. Don't leave, don't us, leave alone. us alone. We don't love y'all. <laughs> Oh, all of a sudden, y'all want to get prude now that y'all don't watch six seasons of sex? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Can't be a hypocrite on this show. No. So we, we're going to talk about Ian and Rachel real quick. Yeah. Rachel and Ian meet in the meadow. And this is the one thing I, I just clocked. Where was Rollo when they were about to get hacked up by the Rat King and his wife, Ratina? Oh. Because she was like, he was such a great companion. No, he was, wasn't <laughs> I'm he? like. Where the fuck was he at when y'all... Wasn't he off with Ian? She wasn't watching. I thought she had him since he left Obu Dude at their cabin. No, when the, when Ian rode off on his he horse, he took Rolo with him. When did Rolo get with him then? When was that meetup? The, when did they meet back up and get Rolo? At Ticonderoga. At yeah. Ticonderoga. Okay. So that was after the okay. cannibal people. People in the fire poker desk. So dude. then... Because I was okay, like, gotcha. he could have... Fuck that dude up, and you know William didn't have to punch that. Yeah, lady. no, Rolla <laughs> wasn't there for that. <laughs> Rolla would have just torn a throat out or two, <laughs> and that would have been the end of it. 
<laughs> exactly. You wouldn't even have no questions about should we leave her here? None of that. Rolo's like, no, I got you. That dog is loyal. He should have been there when they were getting attacked, but I guess the he thing with there. Ian and Rachel, my notes from this episode just says what happened to the heat, the chemistry that was between them, because all of a sudden it simmered way the hell down and it was like some cute little a friendship puppy love thing. Like it was not sizzling like it was across the neck of that horse no. when they met at Rachel and Denny's cabin. I think Robin Rogers sizzling yeah. is more than Ian and you don't Rachel. even like their sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan of their sizzle, so it's all good. I just... Uh, but yeah, I agree. It does seem that it's kind of lukewarm. I don't know. I think they're kind of rushing it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I know it's because they didn't anticipate there being another season. But man, do not pull a Game of Thrones on us, man. Don't right. do it. Uh-uh. I will show up. <laughs> I will show up. That is not a threat, folks. That is not a threat. But understand this. I have a lot of sky miles and I will come to your house. <laughs> Invited, of course. <laughs> Except if your house Invited. smells like you have dinner cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I will still roll up then. Not gonna that lie. makes it more likely that you're going to roll up to people's house. <laughs> I will show up with dinner rolls. Uninvited. I'm telling you, that was my jam. <laughs> Uninvited. But guess what I brought? I brought some wine and some dinner rolls. I guess I am invited. <laughs> I had a whole box of wine in my trunk. You would be totally invited. <laughs> oh, y'all are having oh, oh my fish? Gosh. I got some white, some white <laughs> wine right here. <laughs> Perfect. Mm. So Jamie and Claire were inside the tent. How fucking and huge was that they were tent? Talking about him getting recruited. Did you see the outsides of the tents versus the insides? It was like Harry Potter time. It was massive. All of a sudden, there was yeah, like a it was six-bedroom tent that they were <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, it was definitely glamping. I was like, y'all are not roughing it. Honey, you got a whole kitchen in the back. Shut up. But yes. <laughs> it was glamping. What are you doing? This is supposed to be a war. <laughs> I just, war? Um, when Jamie was sitting there cleaning his gun or his rifle, did you notice the beautiful- I thought he was pointing it at Claire- I did when I first saw it. I was like, okay, can we do a little bit of like, you know, firearm yeah. safety here? Don't, Don't point, point it out at your wife while you're actually cleaning it. Exactly. Dummy. <laughs> yeah. So like he had this glow around him and he looked like this rugged Scottish angel of death. And I'm like, oh, you're so handsome with your Paul Mitchell hair. <laughs> I know. And then they got weird and- when they laid down and <laughs> start talking was- about William. I love that whole scene. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that they took their time with that scene because it was it that was a pretty awesome scene. I have to give it to them. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, the Jamie monologue was yeah. amazing. Yeah, so maybe that's why they rushed through all the other shit because they knew that this needed some. But this episode time. was only 50 minutes it was long. A scene. What in the hell? It got weird. It was. I know. I watched it twice, and I was like, "Oh, look at you being done all quick." That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> So I was wrong about the Nucklevy. <laughs> I knew it was Buck, but he was drinking a 40. He could have been Buck. <laughs> he could have been. And you know what? I was sitting there like watching Roger's reaction. And I was like, you know what? Roger's reaction when he was like, what the fuck? He didn't say that, but that's mm-hmm. what his face said. But I thought the same shit because I'm like, he punched him because he didn't look like the Buck 
that, oh that come on that's, that's not <laughs> true <laughs> i know but i would have punched him too i'm like you ain't buck boom <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck is graham at <laughs> I was just going to say that. You're just a Graham McTavish stan now. I know. I love him so much. But I'm Aww, serious. So though, that sweet. Was like, I looked at them side by side. And I think Buck's, are his eyes brown? I don't know. I'm looking. Because they I remember like. Blue. I didn't catch okay. that, but they. I mean, because they, they got be the hair right. They look blue. I don't yeah, know if like everything this. looks right. I couldn't tell I because you. Roger's fist connected before I got a good <laughs> chance to to look at him. But that's going to be I exciting. I am so looking forward to that. I want apologies though. I want apologies yes. all around. I want I want them to pit the kids in the living room and apologize to them because they really made Jemmy feel like he was lying and shit. Crazy, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Do you understand that I was born two hundred years ago?" And then y'all brought me to this new place. I've been here for about four years and y'all are expecting me not to believe that there's a knucklevy living in the backyard. That's kind of rude and disrespectful. And I want an apology. They were gaslighting the poor kid. Yes. I want an apology on Jim's behalf. On Jim's behalf. That better show up next episode (laughs) or I'm going to have some comments. Leave my baby alone. Well, I'm going to start calling you a haggard, hot breath goat, billy goat. Hope your intestines burst through your belly and are eaten by crows. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Buck brought that beautiful coat with him from the past, or did he somehow acquire it in the future? Mm. I'm liking that leather coat. Leather or like waxed canvas or something, but I am here for that. Yeah, it happened so quickly. So you know what's really funny, but like not funny? That scene reminded me of a horror film. You know, like the cheesy B movie, like horror film, like there's a guy in the in the the window. window. Yeah, and then Roger's like all suspenseful and he's all like, you know, trying to act like he didn't notice him. And then all of a sudden he busts out. Where was this energy at when Jimmy told you there was somebody outside when Amanda saw him? Because <laughs> you like looked real quick and went right back in the house. But nope. now you like jump this motherfucker. No, that's not the same. Wait energy a minute, you, you were you were earlier. all about Roger's energy last week when you said you would have done the same thing, like glance outside. Oh, yeah, because that's something that Ivy, <laughs> yes, that's something that Ivy would do. <laughs> not Roger. No, 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 Roger. You got babies in the house. You need to come out there swinging with something. No, absolutely not. But he did. He made up for it this episode. Shit. Because <laughs> uh, broad daylight, Roger, he fucks around and finds out. But nighttime? No. Go back in the house, baby. Lock the door. Shutter the windows. Daytime. <laughs> we do not play them games at night. <laughs> But yeah, so that was a great sweeping finish to that episode. Um, There's a lot going on. It was so much going on. The Battle of Saratoga is next. I'm interested in seeing how they I portray I can't that. wait to see what the... Well, I can wait because I don't want this to end. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do for cliffhangers. But there's a skipped week in between. So... I no! Think- yeah. I think... I think it's going to have something to do with Lord John. 
That's what I I'm don't think for. it. I hope he comes back. I, I don't think so. Nope. No. I've got my theories so about what the cliffhanger is going to be. So I can't have Lord John come back. You can have that theory, but I'm it's saying. completely wrong. <laughs> you never know. You haven't seen the episode yet. That's true. He can I'm be currently on Outlander Wiki. Who can I talk to at Stars about getting the advanced watching copies? That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> you would have to talk to Meryl, I think. Uh, it would make sense. Yeah. So all I know is next week there will be a battle. I bet we're going to get, I think, for the end of the season, oh. um, Jamie and Claire and Ian are going to be sailing for Scotland. Yeah, with uh, since he's boy. going back to freaking war again with that Daniel Morgan dude. Yep. Oh, Daniel Boone. <laughs> Daniel Morgan. Is that what his name is, Daniel Boone? No, it's Daniel, Daniel Morgan. Morgan. Isn't that who he ends up being though? The French. He sounded French. No, he's not really Daniel Boone. I thought he was going to be Daniel Boone. But anywho, I guess that's the end. <laughs> I just, I mean, it was different, but yeah, so this was fun. I love it so much. We will see everybody yeah. next week. <laughs> and oh my gosh, then after, maybe we'll do a two parter next and week so we can release it in two so... halves. Oh my God. That'd be crazy. That sounds like a great idea because it's almost to the end. Like we're almost to the end. So, oh my God so hard to take it but it's not the end of us that's right sorry oh my god we have so many fun things in store i'm excited you're not getting rid of us there's no way not for a long time you love us too much just admit it all right i admit it <laughs> bye that like you probably <laughs> you probably need to stop stalking it's <laughs> <laughs> like you know you love me like okay fine weirdo i love you get away <laughs> Hit you with a spray bottle. <laughs> no. Pew, pew, pew. I know. That's what my husband does. I'm like, stop spraying me like I'm a cat. <laughs> He's like, no. I send my husband no. a meme of a spray bottle with the word no. <laughs> my husband does that shit to me all the time. And I'm like, stop. I'm not a cat. You and my husband are definitely spirit animals. <laughs> you, we're just we're kindred spirits just trying to make our way in this world. And y'all won't let us be great. <laughs> All right, kids. Let's tell everyone good night. Good night, Gracie. Bye. See you next week. Not John Boy. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. You can find us, follow and message us on Instagram at Outlander with Friends, and we love to hear from you. We're now available on all major podcast apps, and if you leave us a great rating, it helps more people find us. Listen next week for more TMI. Don't say we didn't warn you.